times I feel old like I'm going out of style So I turn down the music on my FM dial I beg of you to come and listen for a while And look at this wonderful world through the eyes of a child This is my Hello, ladies today, and gents and Welcome to the Summit State of Mind Podcast And I am your host, Justin Actually, wait, hold on I am actually the GM. My apologies. I can't believe I got that wrong. Can you tell that this is my first time? No, never. Not at all. But yes, you know, and over here, next to me, across the way, is the commissioner, my tag team partner, the Hulk Hogan to my macho man, my half mega power, Kenny. What's going on? I was gonna, gonna go macho man, but you called me Hulk Hogan. So let me tell you something, brother. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't help it. I, I, I'm a macho man guy. I don't like Hogan. Yes! Sorry, Kenny. <laughs> this was wonderful, dude. Wait, yes. All right. Dude, that was a great intro. Yeah, I wasn't sure about it. I no, just kinda no, just I, I had to go off the top of the dome, you know. Kenny offered before we did it to uh write something down for me and I said, No, I'm better than that. I go off the top of my head. That's right. Yeah. Um we'll see what the listeners say whether or not they actually liked it, but constructive criticism is very welcome. No, they're gonna they're gonna call for uh they're gonna call for an overhaul. They're gonna be like, No, no, uh, no, no more commissioner, we're done. We're done. No more him talking. We want the GM. We want the GM. I know they're calling for season two. It's like we need to change. Maybe, maybe they'll start up. Maybe they'll go on change.org. Jesus. And uh, maybe they can get something going, kind of like how Warrior season three got renewed. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Dude, we were we were a part of that. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Season three. Dude, can you believe that we were a part of that? Actually, like I'm gonna segue just real quick, dude. Can you believe we were a part of that? We were a part of that. Yeah, uh, we, whole, we signed we that. We signed petition. officially fifty eight thousand. That blows we my mind. We were there, dude, and then they announced it. How was, was your mind? Did you flip out? Dude, I was excited. You when when I got that text message, um, I was in the cooler at work and I looked at my phone just at that at that time and I was like, <gasps> and I freaked. You were in the cooler. I was so happy. You were in the cooler, but shit got hot, right? Real quick. Yeah, man. I, I started to sweat in there and I was I wasn't sure if I was, you know, suddenly got the flu or I was just like, burning with excitement for my boy Assam to return to the TV screen. I've got we got Assam and Leon. Guys, I'm telling you right now, if you're not if if you got nothing better to do with your time, get HBO Max. Watch Warrior. Tops one of my probably my favorite show out like that's like current right now. Hands down my favorite. Yeah, like it's got everything. It's so good. And um, you know, um me and my girlfriend Alexis, shout out to her. Yes. We just finished the series Woo-woo. what last week. And let me tell you, we 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 started it out hot. And then we literally slowed down to a halt. We were like, nope, we're going to do maybe one episode, two episodes a week. Because you knew you only, only had two. Yeah, you it was a total of seasons. 20 episodes. Yeah, and we went through had... season one. We burned through that in like three days. Yeah, yeah. So then we went from like, okay, let's big chill, slow it down. And let me tell you, dude, as every week came by, it was just like, oh, shit, we got one more. We got two more. No. And it was, God, it was so good. Watching the finale, I was just like. God, you know, yeah, we're not going to spoil How can it. Can they anybody, do this? But I know, right? How could they leave it so open ended like that? As if they knew they, there there wasn't like they were going to go on for a season three. And at that point, they hadn't announced it. You went through that depression stage, just like me, yeah, and just like uh, our oldest brother. It's a, it's 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 a cluster. It was a clusterfuck of emotion. I know. I'm just you ready. Got, then you got over it. Yeah, I'm just ready to see my boy Young June back on the screen. Yeah, you Young know what I'm June, saying? Jason Tobin. That's my favorite That's character my on the show. I love that guy, Jason Brobin. 
<laughs> my homie. Dude, uh, shout-outs to Joe Taslam. He's going to be Sub-Zero in uh, the next Mortal Kombat movie. Guys, you need to know that like, we're not, we no longer are Rockets Pod. We have moved on to pop culture. Yeah, we are pop culture, <laughs> kung fu, fighting. We are, what else? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, kung fu. Dude, Bruce Lee was actually the cre- Bruce Lee was the original creator of this whole show. He was going to be the star. He was going to be a som, and it was going to be a whole. It was going to be amazing. Rest in peace, Bruce Lee. I'm hoping I can go to Seattle at some point to see his grave. I thought that a som was per- a perfect, uh, perfect, um, you know, someone who definitely gave close to get. And he had, a, but he, didn't he has copy the look. him too much. He has right? the look. Yeah. You saw the influences there, but he is his charisma isn't explode off the screen like a bruce lee bruce lee is very charismatic he has the smirk assam's very quiet low-key he's like he's like the Kawhi leonard of kung fu while bruce yeah. lee is like kobe oh for you sure know? and you know like he's oh, the greatest sure. but he's he's still great the guy's got his rings he, he but he's he, he he does it he's a stone cold killer <laughs> he is a stone cold killer good stuff uh, good stuff as always see the gm has been ready he's ready he got his workout in and he he's He's uh, the co-host, and he hosted, and he gave the intro like a boss. I loved it. Yeah, I had to get myself mentally prepared. You know, like uh, we had basketball last night. I woke up at 8 o'clock this morning, went to the gym. You know, I had to get myself mentally prepared. My body is killing me, but my mind is right. That's right. You You got it. And now we're here, and we're here for it. I got to say, though, like it's been – I think as a whole for the just this – uh, season, you know, now we're going to segue properly into the Houston Rockets. We are Houston Rockets pod. All jokes. We are Houston Rockets pod. <laughs> and I know for the, I know for the fans, you guys are like, Oh no, keep talking about warrior. Cause we don't want to talk about the Rockets. They suck. And it is true. They do suck, but it's wonderful. But that it's they all suck. by design. Yes. I, I will, I will say this, say this over and over and over again. Jim Crane, what they created, that, that culture they created, the L's that they took created these, picks that created into these stars and i feel like that's what they're trying to do but they're obviously Tillman wants to make it instead of like what four years like the way they did it he, yeah, he it wants to or, do it immediately. he wants the one or two and of course that's going to lead that's going to lead into what we're going to talk about later but absolutely gm give us a summary right now of just what's been going on lately <laughs> in this rocket season so the so the fans may know so basically right now our record is now 14 and 42 we are currently the worst team in the nba let mm-hmm. me tell you that currently the worst team in the NBA. This team has a winning percentage of 25%. So we win one out of every four games. That's not very good. But the bright side of that is we have young players that are currently being developed, even though they are losing. These are critical moments for a team that is very young like us. I mean, when you're led by the tank god, John Wall, shooting 12 for 28, uh, was it two games ago? I don't remember. I, I was either last night or the game before. The uh-huh. man shot 12 for 28, had 30 points, but we still took the L. When you got efficient players like Christian Wood, Kelly Olenek, uh, KPJ, you know, Sterling Brown, you know, coming off the bench, um, when someone, you know, anytime the team's up, because th- this is what we see typically. The Rockets will start competitive. Come the second, come the second yep. quarter, the defense slows down. They forget how to guard the three-point line. They forgot. They forget how to guard a, a simple pick and roll. They lose cutters, and it can be a little frustrating. Oh, it can and be a then, whole lot of frustrating. Oh yes, <laughs> and then you know, and then come the third quarter, 
they slowly crawl their way back. They fight back tooth and nail. And then, you know, by the 10 minutes left in the fourth, they're kind of in the game. And then by five minutes in the fourth, they're down 20 again. They, they are, they are the epitome of hot and cold. And it blows my mind, but that is a part of the growing pains when you're led by a team with Christian Wood and Kevin Porter Jr. and the likes of a John Wall, you know. Um, these guys mixed haven't really won in the league. Christian Wood has been around the league. He's played for four or five teams. Yep, yep. Kevin Porter Jr. literally was drafted two years ago. John Wall was on the Wizards for many years. And they were not the staple of winning, let's be honest here. And even, you can even you can even say, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but also not even just the staple of playoff teams. A lot yeah, of these teams true. didn't even make the playoffs. Yes, yes. And what, hit- John Wall maybe the only one? Or out of, what, the very few that even got pl- PT or significant PT in a playoff team? Um, yeah, you I would say I mean? so. I mean, every no, Bradley. Not, I'm, yeah, yeah, every Bradley. But I'm not... Yeah, I'm trying not to count, like, current Rockets. I mean, yeah. Kelly Olenek, obviously. But, yeah. Okay, go on. I mean, but, you know, like, this team has hope. We've seen glimpses of when they do put it together. The matter is putting it together consistently and not falling off the wagon. But when you have a young team, that'll happen. I mean, we're uh, this team is missing Eric Gordon. Shout out to Mr. Fundamental. I'm sure he hates it. But this team <laughs> is really missing that staple. Like a go-to scorer who can score efficiently. Yeah. Um, but, you know, um, unfortunately, he is injured, and rightfully so. It's okay. Um, it probably bodes well for all of us, to be honest with you. Because um, what we're trying to do is tank, get that first pick. As long as we're in the... I, let me let me mistake... Let me correct my mistake. I said top four. I have even see, odds. It's not. I it's told top, you it's top it three. top three it's top three have even odds. i know but we just have to stay in the top four to keep the pick so i was wrong yeah, but yeah i will say this it doesn't matter if we're the number one or number three all i care about is staying in the top three because we have you get to keep your pick yes and as long as we have a chance at cunningham suggs mobley we have to we have to take it you know what i mean and in that aspect um, we just got to keep losing. And you're and, not convincing anybody either. No. Like you like like this is like it's basically handing you a potential star on a platter, basically, without yeah. having to you know pay the premium or you know go through all that bullshit of free agency trades. You know this it's literally the best shot. And if you can even look at it in prior years, um, the people that ask that bring it up with me goes you know like friends will be like, well, why why, why do we tank? Like, what's the point in tanking? And I, and I tell them always the same thing. I was like, well, how are, how do the biggest stars, you know, obviously they come into the NBA through the draft, but teams get significantly better when you can draft the top pick, either that or top three, or even in some cases, top eight. Luka Doncic was what? The fifth, was he the fifth or the eighth pick? He was, he, he was, um, he was gosh. tops though. He's one of the top picks. I think, you he know, was, I think he was number four. Yeah. You know, you get those guys, the, the superstars of the NBA come tops in the draft. You'll rarely get those Kobe Bryant, uh, type players that get drafted number 13 and they become, you know, a generational once in a generation talent. LeBron James, yeah, number I mean, one. Even, even yeah. then, like, you know, like, think, well, think about it though. LeBron James drafted number the, one. Duke Doncic was third overall. Th- okay. Third okay. overall. Yeah. Durant. 
drafted second overall. Yeah. You know, you know, Harden drafted third overall. Like, you know, these are, you want a chance at this types of talents. So this is what you have to do to get there. Yeah, but not everybody you know I mean? hits on the first pick. Um, The only thing you about- You can draft Andrea Bargani every now and then. Exactly. And sucks. I mean, you know, the, the, Blazers, the Blazers took Greg Odin. Over before, Durant. Over Durant. Yep, yep, yep. Um, the, the Pistons picked, Do- put, uh, what? Picked yeah, Darko, Darko Milicic. Yeah, Donnie Darko Milicic. Over, they picked him over Mello. D Wade and Chris Bosch, you know the basically the banana boat boys, you know. Yeah, just, and, and, and I think that was crazy too. But even to even to uh, qu- uh, quickly segue out of that because you did mention this earlier, the the second quarter woes, dude. Let me give you a stat line real quick. So this is in the past few games. So this is Rockets at Clippers. So we're up ten against the Clippers right at the end of the first. We're up thirty six to twenty six, right? Yeah. I kid you not. We lose the second quarter forty one to ten. Yeah, that sounds like the Rockets right, right? there. Yeah. 41 to 10. And let's go on. Let's let's go on. Let's go on. Let's continue on. Rockets, Golden State Warriors, down two at the end of the first, 30 to 32. Outscored in the second quarter, 33 to 18. Teams are scoring at least 30 against us. Let's move on. Well, let's we're, keep... we're giving up like 130 yeah. a game. Let's 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 continue on. Houston at Phoenix. We're down nine. Okay, a little bit more down, mm-hmm. but still single digits. Second quarter, outscored 43 to 29. Like, it's like these guys just don't, like, it, it's like a, and, and, and it's the, induced to the being a young team. You have a first-time coach at the end of the day with Steven Silas, so you know that there's going to be some growing pains in that sense. But at the yeah. same time, it's like, it's like second quarter and the light switch kind of just goes off. And it's like, oh, crap, oh, oh crap, we have to play four quarters? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And it, it just blows you know? my mind. But, you know, at the same time, like like you said and you stated, you know, we have young players. And they're all still learning to play in this league. We have two rookies, huge rookies that are making an impact. Uh, Jay Sean Tate, KJ Martin, who are playing very well. And you can tell that they complement these players very well. Jay Sean Tate, his, his confidence is growing. The guy is starting to hit between 39 to 42% from three mm-hmm, in the last, mm-hmm. what, 12, 13 games. The guy can shoot the ball very well now. Mm-hmm. He's gaining that confidence. Just imagine two to three years from now, you know, will he be our Draymond Green if we get a Cade Cunningham or Jalen Suggs, you know, slowly but surely. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're making those steps. We're making the right moves. Kudos to Raphael Stone to completely shed it the old regime, you know, bring in something new and we'll work it out. You know, we'll bring in players like, you know, see what they can do. Like the young guys signing Armani Brooks, former UH alum, you know, he can shoot the ball very well. And he, I think he played like three games. He put up 12 points in one of the games. Mm -hmm. The guy's shooting the ball well, Um, you know, good for him. And I'm very happy. You know, the fact that the team sucks is that we get to kind of audition other players to see what they can bring to the future and if they if that can even that doesn't even mean that they'll produce for our team they can produce well for us and then be traded for better pieces that might fit well later on yeah and i can even say this like i i can even add on like it's such a weird time uh for the rockets and it's crazy how like fans nowadays because i i try to get the perception of the fan base mm-hmm. through our friends, obviously, through Twitter, through Clutch I mean, there's fans. a lot of negativity, but Which you can is, tell. No, what's so interesting, though, yeah. but isn't it great, though? But is, but what I was going to say was, isn't it great, though? Because we haven't, like, it's a, 
it is a spoiled fan base at this point because it's really hilarious to yeah. me because it's like, dude, we haven't experienced this types of L's. Dude, not even during the Kevin Martin Kyle Lowry days because we stayed at 500. Yeah, it was not we were 40, like, 40, 42, when 41, Francis, 41. Uh, got hurt yeah. and he had experienced migraines for a whole season and we got the first pick for Yao. Dude, the last time we even, last time we got a top 10 pick was in 2006 when we drafted Rudy Gay. Like, yeah. we were 34 and 48 that year. Like, it's insane how like successful our team seems yeah. to stay. I'm not talking playoff success by any means. I'm just talking about season success of at least hovering around the 500 mark. Or obviously, we're always in the 65 we're, wins. We're, we're 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 right there. You know, yeah. we're always there. Um, smack dab in the middle of the you know the playoff hunt. Yeah. Um, we we don't always make it, but we're right there. Um, but for the team, it's it. For us, like you said, like we should be more um, understanding and grateful for what we had and understand that this is a part of the process. Every team has to suck sometimes in order to get to where they are. When we traded for James Harden and yeah, became a team, um, that was an anomaly. That doesn't happen normally. It Most teams have to happens. reset. Yep. You have to reset. Which Maury did not, when Maury didn't want to do. No, Maury did, Maury did want to. Oh, no, Maury wanted to rebuild. Les Alexander less. did yep. not. He said, no, we're not losing. Maybe Tillman's okay with losing because of the fact that you can't even bring in a lot of fans into the stadium anyway. So the money doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, whatever the right revenue time to lose yeah. would be now. And then by the time you can get full capacity again, maybe we're in the playoff hunt. There'll be yeah. more excitement in Houston. So I understand it logistically and economically from their point of view. Makes sense. James Harden didn't want to be here. Okay, let's suck. Let's make it happen now so it doesn't affect the back end completely. And I think that's great. And, let's, yeah. and you know, for it's, all it's the a, times that we shit on Tillman, yeah. let's give Tillman a little credit here for actually not pushing the envelope too much in terms of like, okay, get us a star, get a star here, yeah, get a star here. You know, because if you really wanted it, you could have easily brought a Karis LeVert yes, here. You could have um, brought yeah. in, uh, who's the other one? Um, the center that came from uh, Brooklyn oh, that we um, repackaged to Cleveland. Jared Allen? Yeah, Jared Allen. Like, if yeah. he just wanted to win games, he would have been like, no, fuck Stay that. Stay competitive. Stay competitive, know, bring yeah. him here. Let's give kudos to the ownership for actually making the right move finally. Yeah, and no. um, and you know what? That's 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 great. I mean, they could have made better moves prior, um, to help us win a title, but that's neither here nor there. Hopefully, they learned their mistakes. That's the thing. But in regards to the big picture, um, I totally support them. You know, in that regard, um, I was on the I was on the tank train before James Harden came. I wanted yeah. to trade for picks. Yeah, I wanted to be the guy that wanted the team to lose 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 because yeah i wanted a top pick so you wanted, wanted you're telling me you wanted uh you wanted Kyrie irving yeah i wanted 11 i wanted, wanted a chance Davis, at Kyrie. i wanted a chance at ad i wanted it all just like we have a chance now yeah, exactly at getting the you know? next generation of the nba here exactly and i mean that's the thing like if you notice, these guys are getting old. The new generation's already starting to flourish, like Luca. Do you want me to you know, yeah. Trey Young, Jason yeah. Tatum, these are the next guys. Even even shoot, I might be going off the deep end here, but maybe even more like a LaMelo ball, the guy that was balling out before. He was he balling out, no and, pun intended. And the thing was is just that LeBron, A D, Harden, Durant, Curry, they're all getting old. Isn't this crazy? Like, let's okay, let's make this so serious for every all of our listeners here that that makes you realize let's make this draft like the biggest deal possible because really at the end of the day this is we're in a page 
turning time now because you're right. LeBron James is 36. He's going to be 37. Durant is like 33, 34. Fucking James Harden's 31, 32. Westbrook's 33. Chris Paul's 37. It's like, we, dude, this is it. Steph Curry's like 32, 33. This is that era that we basically like, we've Mm -hmm. peaked with, like in terms of our fandom and all of our friends same age, uh, the T-Smooths of the world, the Young Buckets of the world, the Mr. Fundamentals of the world. This is what we were in our 20s. Yeah. Dude, the page is turning right before our eyes. And we're about to jump into the next generation of talent, just like you said. So it makes this draft even more important. Even more important. Because you want you want to jumpstart on that train. Yes. And if any of these guys, exactly. like, a, like a Cunningham, a Suggs, a, a Mobley, or it Green. It gives you a shot. You want that opportunity to, to homegrown them. You know what I mean? With the right attitude, the right players around them, like a Christian Wood. You know, someone like a, a, a yeah. pick and roll and pick and pop master. You know what I mean? Um, a point guard like John Wall, Jesus. I mean, I would uh, I hope that they so, can help him. Yeah, but, but I'm so you know, done with him. Like to be honest, yeah. and it's nothing against him, but I feel like he deserves to be on a winning team first of all because he's. Well, I mean, I think for, for me, I just think he has to accept a buyout. Like the guy won't. Yeah. The guy's well, owed a lot of would money. We even buy him out, like like that's. The well, thing. Like, I mean, it, it just it depends on the price. I mean, you know, like I'd accept a buyout at this point. You're not, you're not getting. I know forty million is a big deal, but like the thing is, what what is forty million to John Wall is the question. Yeah, because if if John Wall really wants to win, he'd be willing to give up that money easily. Yeah, but the thing is, does he want to win that much? I mean, shoot, um, like if the Phoenix Suns sucked this year, do you think Chris Paul accepts a buyout? I don't know because he's the president of the um, player organization. Yeah, he, you know, he's it's, kind of it's in a stuff tough, like he's a in a deal. tough spot though. Exactly, he wants to win, but he's also defending the players of yeah, the he's, NBA. Yeah, he's 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 defending the players' best interest in that regard. So I mean, like in his position, do you want a John Wall to be bought out? No, you don't, because you don't want to set that precedent. You know, but obviously there are other things happening and the league is changing so fast and mm-hmm. yep, it's, yep. it's, it's, it's mind blowing. Like, honestly, I'm ready, ready for the season to be over. I'm ready to watch the playoffs. I want to see competitive NBA basketball because I'm still watching them. I'm not saying I, not the, not just the Rockets. I mean like the whole NBA in general, because I'll be watching like TNT. I'll be watching those games occasionally too, but I really want to see some playoff basketball again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and legit, and in terms of what this outlook has been, obviously it's been a tough rocket, a tough season for the Rockets. That's what you mean. Like, like, and I even mentioned it to, uh, when we play, we played basketball, when I, I mentioned it to Ryan, uh, shout out to Ryan Garcia, the people's champ, uh, or the people's layup. That's his, uh, you know, if he ever comes on the show, I gotta, that's going to be his nickname, the people's layup. You already earned it. So <laughs> hasn't been on the show. So I told him, I was like, you know what? Let's actually enjoy this as Rockets fans. Like, let's have an ice cold beer and relax and enjoy some good basketball without stress. Like I told him, I was like, I can have an ice cold beer. I can chill on my couch and just be like, yo, Justin, let's just watch some, let's just watch some basketball game. Not having to be like, oh, Justin, okay, uh, Rocket starts at 7.30. We have to make sure we're on time. Okay, we have to stay, we have to make sure we're standing. We have to make sure, you know, we have to do all of our stuff. Like, we have to do the handshake. Like, we have to do this. We have to do that. Okay, and we have to be at the precipice at the top of every bucket made, every defensive stop made. Like, we just have to be on it. Like, it's crazy, like, for the first time in years <laughs> that we're just we're like, watching stress-free basketball. I could put my feet up and just be like, yeah. all right, like, let's enjoy I- I'm it. looking forward to just enjoying the playoffs and... 
what I, I, I mean, you know, personally, I, I want to see, uh, you know, uh, Lakers Nets finals. What more can I say? I, okay. I, I do for me, I want to see Lakers Nets, obviously for ratings purposes. Cause I think it'd just be a great matchup, but low key. I would, but like it would make me happy yet. It would make me so upset as a Rockets fan. Chris Paul's Phoenix Suns. I would love for them God, to make fun. But then, of course, watch Chris Paul stay healthy throughout the whole playoffs and, and just shoot myself in the leg. Like, absolutely. Like, I, I'm just going to like, Chris Paul, fuck you. Like, seriously. He better, if, if he if he gets that far, he better apologize to Houston for staying healthy now. Yeah. He better apologize yeah. to Houston. Because he lost because, all the way. Because this was, because this, yeah. he, he had his best shot. That was his best shot. Yeah. And James James Harden came through for him, but Chris Paul did not come through for James in, in regards to health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, I mean, you know, obviously it's, it's neither here nor there, but in terms of yeah, I I don't really even want to go in deep into that because that's that's all saved. We'll eventually get into mythical, that for the mythical five part series. You know, <laughs> our, our run it back, our, our revisionist, our everything. Yeah. There, our 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 one for one documentary, the, a spoof on thirty for thirty. God, just one for one, that, just one. <laughs> that's going to be a five part. A five pod that yeah. we'll probably do in just one sitting and talk for eight hours yeah. about the 2018 yeah. Rockets. We'll have different guests on the show. It'll be fantastic. What's going on, everybody? It's the commissioner here. I want to take this opportunity during this break to let you guys know about the dangers of drunk driving, especially with stadiums being open again, Toyota Center obviously reopening, Minute Maid Park reopening as well, letting fans into the buildings. And whether you are watching Rockets games or Astros games, at the ballpark, in Toyota Center, or even at the bar. You have to always be careful not to drive drunk. Are you going to take one for the road? What did that last drink cost you exactly? Thousands of dollars in legal and court costs? Your license? And possibly your job when you're arrested for driving drunk. The Summit State of Mind reminds you that law enforcement is always out every day protecting everyone from drunk drivers. If you're watching a Rockets or an Astros game, celebrate responsibly and don't take a chance because chances are you will be caught. That You can designate a sober driver, call an Uber, or call a family member from home, or take a ride straight to jail. Remember this, if you drink and drive, you will lose. We talked about just the season as a whole. Uh, we've talked about potential, the, the potential uh, draft lottery. Uh, let's talk about just we've talked about a few of the players, but you know, I thought for fun we can go down the line. Let's go down the line and just give me like give me a quip, give me an opinion of just what you think about each player that I just I'll throw names at you from every player that is on the Rockets currently. Yeah. Just see how you feel or. You know, because I know, I know you've, you know, you haven't been religiously watching all the games, but you know, you you look at it, you I see highlights, in, yeah, I'll you'll the tune highlights in. And, and but that's just not that's I'll not do your what fault. I can that's with just, my time. Yeah, that's just scheduling purposes. You know, you work, I work. So okay, let's go ahead and check this out right here. So the first, the first name, DJ Augustine. God, I love that guy. He is a he's a you have a personal relationship. He's a he's a good guy. <laughs> um, I think he's great for the team in the sense of he's a veteran. He's been around. He can show these young guys what it's like to be a professional. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's 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 a he's a great backup. He can shoot the ball. He can run the offense. He'll do what you need. He might not be the best defender, but he's someone that's very dependable he's in regards. Po- he's he's a point guard. Absolutely. Like he's a point guard, and you know, I'm not going to say like he's had playoff success, but he's been in playoff games. Remember, he hit the big game winner in a uh, uh, for Orlando against Toronto. I think it was against Toronto uh, a few years. It was like a few a year or two ago. 
So he hit a, I remember he hit a big shot for them. So, you know, kudos to, to DJ Augustine, especially for coming home. You know, yeah. Hightower alum, shout out to the Young Bucket. Um, <laughs> you know, getting to come back home and I, I'm happy for him. He seems very content here. I hope we can sign him. I hope we can continue. I don't know how long his contract is. I don't know if he's up. I don't know if this is a contract year for him. If it is, I hope we can resign him. Um, for just because, cheap, yeah, for cheap. Just because he's a he's a he's a talented point guard. As a great, he'd be a perfect backup. Yeah, you know what I mean. To like hold the floor if someone gets injured, which he's has been doing, it, but then he himself has gotten injured. So yeah, but okay. So moving on right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you his name, but I want to give you, I want to tell you something really quickly about him, Avery Bradley. But real quick. If 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 uh, John Wall is the tank god, we have a. Uh, I, I think uh, Avery Bradley's like tank Jesus because he's the tank commander. He's the tank commander here because you know what? <laughs> I'll tell you like about like before I get your opinion on him. Like Avery Bradley, he's a great defender. Don't get me wrong, he's a great one on one defender. But my God, like in the big scheme of things, he's a. He's looked quite horrible. Like his plus minus numbers have been horrible. Just the whole scheme of the defense, like it's just has not really fit him well. He's he's okay. He would have been great for us in twenty nine. I'm not even gonna say twenty eighteen because there ain't no one that's gonna crack that rotation. He would have been nice in twenty nineteen. <laughs> I mean, we could have used him as a guard. Uh, you know, I the mean, Iman Shumpert minutes. But you know, but yes, I know what I mean like yes. like so so. Give me your opinion on Avery Bradley right now because he's been ho- horrid for me personally because I've been seeing the games he's played and he's, he, ha- he hasn't he's been, been so great. I mean, he was he played very well for other teams. It's just I think he bodes well better with more structure defensively when you play when you're a good defender and you play for a team that's really shitty on defense you start to lose your motivation yeah and i i totally get that and at his age he's, he's, he's a yeah. decent shooter but at this day and age the guy doesn't want to be here let's just be real here he's he's not going to put in all effort he wants to stay healthy he wants his opportunity to possibly go somewhere else i mean i'm not sure because i know every bradley has an option for next year um Oh God! I hope he doesn't take it. <laughs> well, I, I don't remember if it's him or if it's a team option. Oh God! I hope that's the team doesn't to, take it. That's up. That might be up to Stone. <laughs> I hope the team but doesn't take they it. They might want to keep him just because of the sense of, of, that of he's, the he's a professional and he's oh, a veteran, you know. So. Um, but and in, 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 in all honesty, I don't know. But um, I just think that he would be better off not playing here, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, okay, moving on here. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, uh, Houston alumni, uh, U of H legend Armani Brooks. You just talked about him. I mean, the guy can shoot the three ball. He He's just another shooter that will help spread the offense, you know, in the sense of allowing Christian Wood and Kelly Olenek and guys like KPJ and John Wall to have space to operate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Give him options in the outside. You know, stick to his place. Give him a spot. You know, he's no Gerald Green, but you know, very few are. Very <laughs> few are like Houston Rocket legend Dream. I mean, not Dream Green. <laughs> Gerald Green for the H. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I mean, like um, he can. He's he's a solid player, but there's still more. There's he's to be determined in yeah, that regard. He's still so young. I mean, he's yeah. only twenty. That you see, ninety eight. No, yeah, ninety eight. So twenty three. Yeah, he's only twenty three. Yeah. So you know, there's there's a lot there. He's in his rookie year, anyways. So okay, let's move on here. Uh, Sterling Brown. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I was a pretty like when he first like started the I'm season. Not gonna, I thought he was underwhelming when he when he first came. Dude, my dude averaged like fifty percent from three. What you smoking? 
But I mean, that was, that was, but, was like the first few what, games. What I noticed was that he was he was not hitting shots when we needed him, like when James is on the floor. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, well, we were, okay. We're, we're talking were, Harden. We were okay, trying yeah, to well. win games at that yeah, point in time. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. They but want Sterling Brown players. has been a godsend shooting wise. The guy's shooting eighty percent from the free throw line, over forty percent from three. The guy's shooting almost fifty percent from the field. The guy has been the staple of efficiency yeah. for this team. And if we had a stud like James had before, you know, if he would have been the perfect foil off the bench for this team when yeah. we were at our peak. But unfortunately, Sterling Brown found his way at this point in time. The man is producing. Will he be able to stick? To be honest with you, I don't know. It looks like this team... Like, if they were to keep either him or Daniel House, they might lean more towards House. I don't know why. Maybe because. What the fetish is. But I think it's just because Brown is so efficient that his value might be higher. That if you can trade, yeah, if you can trade, then yes, absolutely. But if you're just going to pick between one or the other, I'm, I'm, and you could get the same pieces virtually, you should absolutely trade House. I'm so done with Daniel House. Um, we're not there. That doesn't though. mean we have to go to Daniel because Daniel House is not that great, man. I don't like the guy. I mean, he, I I liked him before, like the year that we had. What was it 2018? Yeah, first year, 2018, 2019. Yeah, yeah. and he was very when solid he, when man. he didn't take the contract. Well, the, you know, you, the red flags were already kind of there. He had he had to prove <laughs> himself, quote so, unquote. Okay, okay. Uh, moving on here. Let he, okay. We have to talk about this because this is a big deal. Because my boy has not been on the court. Not once. Not once this season. He hasn't donned a fucking uniform. And I am livid. I am upset. I am angry. Freaking international man of mystery. Dante Exum. My God. My man has not seen the floor. I am so upset. I. You know what? People were saying like, oh, great. We got Victor Oladipo in the trade. Fantastic. Oh, we got the four first round draft picks with four first round swaps. And I was like, nah, son. Did you see that we have Dante Exum? <laughs> God, you, like, you are, on, you are hyped for the wrong How reasons, you Kenny. Not, uh, you know, former like, Utah Jazz, uh, you know, form, you know, former, starting former James Harden stopper. Not really, but you know, it, it, I love Dante Exum. Um, for just all the wrong reasons. I mean, it's become almost a joke at this point. But you know, I just wanted him to see the court. He's he's a he's six six. He's a point guard. He plays great defense. He's a little slow. But I thought he could have really helped us. But you know, I guess injuries have really been riddling him, and it just hasn't. He just hasn't been able to put it together. So uh, that's neither here nor there. I'm not even going to ask your opinion on him because we don't have an opinion. We don't. All, have all I know is that he is six eight, six nine, and he's a point guard. And I wish that he was the next coming of Magic Johnson. But that's neither here nor that there. That was that was what that was what he was when he first came into the draft. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on here. Next, we have. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Fundamentals' favorite player, Eric Gordon, <laughs> EG, oh, who's currently injured, aka Trash Gordon. Uh, uh, uh well, I mean, it, Eric Gordon's Eric Gordon, it's, right? It's that, that, <laughs> I, like Eric Gordon is Eric Gordon. You know, he will produce for you, and he will miss. And he he he's so sound defensively. He's extremely underrated. I'll tell you that. Um, but with this offense, I'm not sure if he's the right piece to pair along. Um. But I think with this roster, he might look like a stud. But he's also not the guy you want to look like a stud. You know what I mean? He's a two-guard that's ball-dominant, Will has a green-lit trigger all the time. He won't be looking to pass as much. He likes to 
do his own thing on the court. I respect it, but it might be more detrimental. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you know, like, good for him, Mr. Indiana. The guy was a beast back in the day. I don't Go know. Hoosiers. Yeah. I don't know what to think. I mean, Eric Gordon's Eric Gordon. I mean, we've, Eric we've Gordon, given, I think we, we've given enough we, opinion on him. It's hard for the old regime. It's like, we, we know. I think all of our listeners in the pod know our opinion on him. I mean, Eric Gordon's Eric Gordon. Yeah. He's I mean, gonna, personally, I would have. He gave you 18 points a game before he got injured. Yeah. I think yeah. he, he would have been good for us. But the fact that he's hurt has boded so well for us. Oh, absolutely. Because Thank of the goodness. fact that we're this bad. I don't. Th- I think we win some games with Eric exactly. Gordon on the floor. Exactly. So he's all, finding ways to help us. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, GM, all by design baby <laughs> ray's probably thinking in his mind he's he's where he belongs he's helping us in the best way by being on the bench <laughs> okay well you know what that said okay let's move on let's move on here uh to a man who i virtually have really no opinion of because i am so done i'm so done with him i'm, I'm just gonna say i'm gonna say this no pun intended i'm ready to sell house i'm uh- ready to sell the house like God. daniel house i'm i'm so done with him i'm done with his attitude I'm done with the the inconsistencies in his game. Um, he should have been the first let go based on what happened during the bubble last year. Because you, I'm not saying that we he does make a, a significant difference. I'm not saying he comes in and we beat the Lakers in a seven game series. We're not, but I feel like we could have won a game. We could have pushed it to six. Yeah, you know I, feel I, mean? like, like, I feel like House, it would have been more competitive. That was such a detriment. It to... was horrible. Yeah. So. My opinion is no opinion on him because I'm just done. Mm-hmm. So what what, what what you say? I think the guy's got to go. I mean, I, but I, if they see that they see him as a piece for the future, I'm not sure exactly how I feel about that. Um, I can see it based on other things and what he brings to the court: consistent shooting from the corner, from the outside. The guy's athletic; he can guard one through four, mostly probably one through three. He has the quickness and the length. To, to, I mean, on paper, he's yes, but he should be good. You know, it, it just is his is his mind right? We don't know. I mean, we've all seen his Instagram lives where he's literally flirting with random girls in the line while they're on IG live. The guy has a family. The I'm man confused. has been you no, know, you know, ever since the bubble incident, my man has been fully unleashed. <laughs> I feel like that's what what's happened. He's like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna live the gimmick. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, he's just he's he's living his best best professional wrestling yeah. life. For that, we respect he's him. Like, I'm living I'm living my gimmick, man. He's Absolutely. got himself a fan again <laughs> i know okay uh let's let's move on here um i'll be completely honest with you i don't know crap about these players uh i'm just gonna we'll put it two in a row anthony lamb and uh daquan jeffries no. I, I just daquan i mean the only thing i like about daquan jeffries is his name daquan daquan like isn't there a song we should just talk about players that we that that have been playing exactly so know. let's move on here uh with definitely if if you're talking underrated if uh we talked about jay sean tate Let's talk about one A one B because freaking drafting Kenyon Martin Jr. KJ Martin has been an absolute godsend. Freaking the Grim Reaper of blocks. He's been producing in a in a sense of what was completely unexpected. You know, as a second round pick, um, he's able to play like he's like he's six six and he's like he's blocked he's black he's blocked all the bigs in the NBA. Like he blocked Bull Bull. He blocked like all the bigs in the NBA. His like, ups it is and his instincts. It's shades of Dennis Rodman. Definitely oh, not. Man, that is not the. Oh, that is bold. Not the Rodman like bold to go rebounding Rodman. style. Yeah, like in the sense of his the science that Rodman put into it, but with the athleticism at the height, what he's doing um, 
on both ends of the floor. He's giving you and he's giving you things in that aspect. I mean, the KJ has been he has played very well for us. Um, we didn't expect very much coming into the season, but for the way that he's played, good for him. And I'm happy, you know, like it. That's definitely confidence um, for someone in, in his stature coming into the league. Yeah. So he's kind of proving himself to be an NBA player Absolutely. and a productive one. Absolutely. So. Um, Good for him. I mean, he has the bloodline, so that's a good thing for sure. Oh, yeah. He's definitely going to get there. KJ Martin is uh, – I'm a big fan of his. I, I co-signed that because uh, I think he's definitely tops up there. Absolutely. He is definitely tops up there. But before we continue to go down the line on the roll call of these Rockets players and how they've been performing this season, let me tell you guys something that you should probably know. Or if it's first time listening, you need to know. And if – you have a hair and you have your hair is like shaggy and you just don't like the way it looks. It's not cleaned up. It's not tight. Maybe your wife or girlfriend goes up to you and says, hey, why, why, you know, you need a haircut. I don't like the way your hair looks. You know, we all have that person, whether it be a wife, girlfriend, or even your mom or your dad or even your boyfriend, whoever uh, says, oh, I don't like your hair. Well, you should go check out my friend Carlos's best and greatest barbershop in Houston. Oh, no. It's not good enough. The entire world. And that is the Argyle League. Hey, you. Have you ever wanted to look like a gentleman in a place where you can get a haircut and a shot of whiskey, all while being taken care of by top-shelf professional barbers? That's right. This right here is the Argyle League, where me and my brother have been receiving our haircuts since 2016. What makes Argyle literally the coolest barbershop in the world? They were voted coolest barbershop in the world. Let me give you a, a couple of their kick-ass accolades. They've been featured in GQ magazine. They were the exclusive barbershop for the NCAA Final Four in 2016. They've worked with Radio 610 and Hope Lodge Houston. They were voted Houston's best barbershop by Modern Magazine, the Houston Press, the Manual Guide, plus many more publications. And that is just a few of their kick-ass accolades. So if you're tired of your hair and you want to look like a gentleman, I highly recommend going to the Argyle League and getting a fresh cut from one of their kick-ass barbers. They are located at 709 West Alabama Street in Houston, Texas. You can visit their website now, theargyleleague.com, to book an appointment. I'll say that again. Their website, theargyleleague.com, to book an appointment. Go ahead and do that, Give them, or you can give them a call as well. You got my boy Alex at the front desk. Really good. He'll take care of you. Be sure to let them know. Let the boys know. Let Carlos know that Summit State of Mind sent you. So stay sharp, gentlemen, and meet your boys at the Summit. So as we continue on here in this awesome episode, we are going to continue to go down the line for the roll call of these Rockets players and talk about how they've been performing. We still got a few a few big ones that have, we have not talked about, including Christian Wood. So be on the lookout for that. Sit back, relax, and enjoy some more Summit State of Mind. So, okay, moving on now. Um, David Nwaba. <laughs> Poor Nwaba, man. I know, I know. He's, I thought he was decent. I thought he was decent for us. Uh, he came in, he came in spurts, uh, great defensively. He had great instincts. Yeah, I mean, he played well, but I mean, you know, we just haven't, he just, he's just being Nwaba. We've been, uh, we've been Nwabad. 
You know? <laughs> what the fuck? I, <laughs> we've, we've been wobbled. Okay, are we gonna? Are we gonna turn, is that gonna be a verb now? We've been wobbled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have much of an opinion. I mean, he I was thought really he was good. I us. thought he was good when he played uh, when we went on that nine game win streak. Uh, during that time, he was very he was a focal point in that. So and he was also he's he's very athletic. He's a good defender. He makes pretty good decisions on the run. Decent, um, too. especially going into yeah. the paint, like. You know, he, he has the athleticism. Exactly. To get up. He's not a fully developed two way player, but I feel like the potential is there. So he's yeah, another piece. He's another I mean, piece that know, could go the, on with us the in the future. The fact that he's shooting 27% from three doesn't bode well for him. Okay. But, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, good. You know, okay. Well, yeah. that's why you counter with an Armani Brooks. So, <laughs> well, I mean, when he played for Brooklyn the year before in, you know, in 20 games, he shot 42%. But his, his career is mostly between like 33 to 35. But, um, yeah. Sounds about right. Where everyone comes to Houston and plays below career averages outside of James Harden, Chris Paul. Well, let's 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 move on here uh, to my current favorite Rocket. I don't. The man needs no introduction except he's from Canada, one of my favorite countries in the world. <laughs> he came from Gonzaga. Was an he's, afterthought. Was an afterthought in the Victor Oladipo trade. Hair like Thor, body of a god. I'm just <laughs> Ray calls him Luis Scola Jr. Luis Scola Jr. Kelly motherfucking Olenek, the god. Dude. If there's anyone who's just if, killing if, it. I'm going to tell you something right now. If Daniel House has been unleashed on the ladies, Kelly Olenek has been unleashed on the basketball court. Like, my <laughs> god. My boy, his instincts, his on-court instincts offensively, not defensively. That's a whole other story. Yeah. Offensively. It's freaking amazing. Like I don't know what it is. I we you gotta get him back because I think he's I, I I think he's his this is his contract here. You have to get him back. You need a player like that. Yeah, that can just like you know. And I mentioned this last episode or two episodes ago where I was like, oh, you mean every brother here to establish a culture? And I'm just like, what the fuck? What culture? But like, I don't know what culture you're talking about, Kelly. Yeah, but, culture. Uh, I'm in. But yeah, I mean, at first I was like, ha ha ha. But now I'm like, oh, okay, all right. The culture is oh. For all in it, no culture's O for offense. Jesus so Christ. you know, I'm all in. I basically so I'm all in on it. Before I ask your opinion on all in it, like for me personally, I'm all in on all in it. I just hope. I just think like if you're gonna get a future superstar in the draft, having a veteran like all in it, a veteran big, mm-hmm. would bode so well for like Christian Wood. Would bode so well for that future point for that future point guard to have someone just more established. Yeah, and you know he'll be a backup. He won't start, but I just love what he brings to the floor. What what say you? I think Olenek brings like leadership, experience, wisdom, and the fact that he's able to back it up on the court is huge. You know, like I said earlier with Avery Bradley and DJ Augustine showing the youngsters how to be professional and Kelly Olenek comes in day in, day out, puts in the work, performs, performs efficiently and performs at a high level. And that just blows my mind. But you know, um, Good for Olenek, man. The guy's been around. The guy's played for multiple playoff teams. And you know what? Like, it just proves that the guy is, he's motivated. He wants to play. He wants to win. And that's wonderful. It's good. It's may not be culture changing per se, but he's definitely establishing a culture. He's a piece in this new culture. Because in my mind, I was just like, you can't. Don't don't say culture change, bro. Like 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 you're not in the level of a Harden or LeBron. But n- you know what? Now I'm slowly buying the stock. <laughs> slowly but surely. Okay, let me give you a quick stat line, uh, GM of Kelly Olynyk as a Rocket. Okay, so he's played 13 games, right? 
Let me give you his averages. He's averaged 30 minutes per game, almost 31, averaging 17.6 points per game, mm-hmm. eight rebounds, almost three assists, one steal, almost one block, 0.7, 59% from the floor. 39% from three. There you go. 85% from the free throw line. Little did we know that he was the second coming of Yao Ming. 71%, wow. 71% <laughs> true shooting percentage. Yeah. Uh, when he's on the court, a 113.8 offensive rating. That sounds about right. 1.37 on PP, uh, 1.37 PPP on post-ups. 10 plus points in every game. So he's never averaged, uh, he's never hit single digits. So people were saying like when he had the first great games, like like the first few games, were like, okay, well, he's playing okay. Like, you know, it's it's going to dumb down. Yeah. It's been 13 games. That's, that's, that's pretty, not, it's pretty that's, that's not pretty just pretty a, good, that's not, yeah, that's it's not, not a fluke. That's not a fluke. That's a trend. And that's a good trend. Um, you know, hopefully we can pair Olenek with uh, Cade Cunningham or Jalen Suggs next year and see how that bodes for the squad. That'd be really nice. But, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Absolutely. So let's move on here uh, to T Smooth's favorite rocket, uh, Kevin Porter Jr., KPJ. Uh, second coming of James Harden, uh, to a degree we've seen his we've seen his numbers. We've seen his we've seen his good uh, good days and bad days. The guy performs on some nights. He makes some really boneheaded mistakes, but that comes with the territory. He's being he has been the guy to run the team, especially when John Wall's out. KPJ is the guy, and KPJ went from being like here and there in Cleveland. Being thrusted into a huge role in Houston, and he knows he's he's part of the the future. Like yeah, sure. um, I think that he's very crucial to the future. Um, we'll see what he can bring, you know, a year or two or three down the line, and see what production he will bring. But in that respect, I think that you know, KPJ is a definite piece. You know he's got he's got the shooting ability. He's got the vision. He's a pretty efficient passer. He might, he's not obviously not as good as James, but he's a passer. He can, he's not as he, confident. He can develop. He can develop. He's not as confident. Obviously, yeah. you've seen him with Christian Wood. You know yeah. Christian Wood has had the opportunities that he got with James Harden, but KPJ can't find him because yeah. he's not that guy. But at the end of the day, that can be developed. You know, once the game starts to slow down for KPJ when he has the ball. And he has more experience. He's seen more footage, and he's you know able to establish himself even more. Then he'll have more of the confidence. Maybe he'll be able to push the envelope in that regard. Yeah, um, I agree. Production wise, we don't know what he can bring later on, but we like what we see. He's performed solidly. We've seen glimpses of greatness in certain respects. Yeah, like I I agree too. Like he's. Definitely down the line. I wouldn't pin him to be the point guard for the future. You obviously hold that to a, to the Jalen Suggs and to hopefully, you know, uh, Cade Cunningham. But you can see him playing two as a two guard. Uh, so I hope that he continues the development with Silas. So hopefully he can go on and uh, do well here. Okay, let's move on here. Uh, talk about currently top three rookies now. Like he's climbed the rookie ladder. He's there He's not going to win Rookie of the Year for sure, but he sh- he definitely deserves to be a top three voting wise. And I'm talking about Jay Sean freaking Tate. 
Big fan of his out of training camp. I knew what he was. I knew he was a beast. I felt like he could really flourish next to Harden, which he did. And now without Harden, becoming more of a become even more of a beast. So what, what say you on uh, Jay Sean Tate? You know, aka PJ Tucker with offense. <laughs> Jay Sean Tate uh, at his age. Well, he's what twenty four, twenty five. He came into the league really late. Um, the way he plays, he plays with this type of energy. And he has a bulldog mentality. He's 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 built out of the mold of a PJ, a Draymond Green, you know. And if he can somehow get that three point, uh, his three point shooting to a consistently decently good level, oh man, he'll be indispensable. This team cannot let him go. He will be a huge piece he'll later become, on. He'll become un, yeah, he'd become uh, untradeable. Like exactly. he'll have to, he'll be untouchable. That's what. And I felt like he was already going to develop himself that way. You better believe that when he gets to the offseason, he's going to try to bulk up a little bit more. He's probably going to go to the Yeah, point, I mean, the guy, the guy is yeah. gaining more confidence. Like Every I said earlier, game. the guy's been shooting. He's been shooting the three ball very well. Absolutely. Um, so that, that, that bodes well in that trend. I mean, whether that can expand out through a whole year is a wait and see. But with a season full of L's and negativity, he is one of the few positives that we can take into the next year. And that's something that we shouldn't hold. We shouldn't um, put our head down for. Absolutely we should not. be really happy about that. I don't that. know why everyone's putting their head down anyways. You should want to lose. I'm, I'm just, you know, that, that I've always said this. Like, you should keep, root, if you're a Rockets fan, keep rooting for them to lose. I you know want to tank, guys. it's totally anti how everyone's been feeling, but. Seriously, go for the tank. So let's move on here. Speaking of tank, tank God, John Wall. <laughs> I don't even want it. I don't want to indulge him. I liked John Wall. God, dude. John Wall is. Give me the Dougie yeah. all day. But John Wall is just, he, he is who he is. He's, he's going he's gonna to shoot the ball 23 to 30 times a game. The guy is just going to. Worse than, worse than, in your opinion, worse than Westbrook? Yeah. Yeah. That's bold. I liked Westbrook, <laughs> um, but John Wall has shown nothing that really kind of endears you know, himself, other than been, the fact that he wants years. to be that guy. He's been gone for two years. I admire him. Yeah. I admire him to go to bat for us when the issues with James were happening, but at the same time, you know, it's just... It's proof that... It's, it's, it's just bad yeah. timing. He drank the Kool-Aid, and, and great, good for him. I'm happy that he did defend us, but at the end of the day, like... His percentages aren't very good. He's a great point guard. Don't get me wrong. Like, he's a great point guard. He finds people in their spots, but mm. he is not an efficient mid-range shooter, which he shoots a lot of, just yeah. like Westbrook did. And just overall, in terms of... Um, <clears throat> I just don't... I, you know, and I'm I, I'm always a glass-half-full person. I'm always, oh, yeah, John Wall. Yeah, fuck, fuck Westbrook. Yeah, and that's how I was in the beginning of the season. I was. I'll eat my crow willingly. That's fine. Yeah. I, I, I'm always a glass half full person, but at the end of the day, John Wall, he is who he is. I'm just going to say this right now, and I'm just being brutally honest. John Wall, as a starting point guard, will never win an NBA title. That's just bold, but I think it's true. As a starting yeah. point guard, never win an NBA title. Maybe if he joins LeBron James, maybe. But you have to join LeBron, and yeah. that's really the only way. Or team up with Kevin Durant. That's literally the only way. But as a starting point guard, as a star for your team, no. That's never going to happen, and he's never going to win it. So, good stuff. Let's move on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're almost, we're almost done. Don't worry. We're almost done. DJ Wilson. DJ Wilson. I said in the last body was someone that you know we can also build upon. I He's love me some DJ Wilson. Very young. 
you know, and he's someone that's lengthy, someone that we that we can probably mold in the sense of someone who can defend, shoot, and you know, make them finally a piece you of have a center Rockets project basketball exactly. You have a and center he, project that you can revolve. Yeah, and then yeah. someone that you can you know um, try to mold, and you guys guys like Stephen Silas and John Lucas that are there to help him out. You know, yeah. and we'll yeah, see how that goes. You know, with those coaches, the sky's the limit for a lot of these guys. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, okay, so last but not least, uh, big signing in the offseason. Uh, the $13 million man. Uh, definitely an up-and-comer. is one of the best centers in the NBA. Uh, Christian Wood. Future all-star Christian Wood. I'm going to say that. Okay. With the right. right point guard. That's not, that's not, that's not, that's not far off. Future all-star I thought Christian you were going to say something very bold like, future MVP. <laughs> well, he could have been, if he played consistently if this he, year. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. If James Harden stayed and Christian Wood stayed healthy, he would have been most improved player of the year. Oh, hands down. Um, for sure. Obviously, this year it's Julius Randle from New York. But I think that Christian Wood would have given him a run for his money. Just my opinion. Personally. I agree. No, I wholeheartedly agree. But Christian I, Wood I is a big fan of his. Yeah, I mean, Christian sure. Wood is just an anomaly. Mini AD Anthony Davis. You know what I mean? And and loved. I loved his game. I like, think that he will be so good for us down the line. And it's unfortunate at this point in time that we suck. But um, you know, with the long term, I think that it will work out. I just crossing think he needs, my fingers. I just think he needs to bulk up, though. Let's just be real here. Yeah. He gets pushed around, like he gets pushed around all there. I'm not even saying he doesn't need to develop a body like Giannis. Like I'm not even tripping about no. that. He, but you know, you know how AD bulked up to to some degree. Yeah. You know, AD bulked up. You know, just got some muscles. Not crazy. I'd like for Christian Wood to develop. You know, develop kind of like that. Like. If I were to look body wise, I would look towards like AD. Yeah, and shape your body around that and hope for the best. I think so, I think that right. Um, with that, I think that he can probably get to the next level, and I see him getting the next level with this team. Absolutely. Oh yeah, for sure, and and especially like I said, if you can pair him with a Cade Cunningham, I, every time I you know everyone you want to play a game while we do pods, especially uh, these most recent pods, take a shot every time I say Cade Cunningham. Uh, shout outs to uh, SNT. <laughs> Take a shot every time I say Kate Cunningham um, or number one pick. But uh, actually, before we wrap up the pod here, let's talk about the guy, the architect behind it all. I mean, not even just the architect, but the guy that has to, you know, lead the troops through the battlefields, obviously. And that's Coach Silas. We mentioned it last episode. People have been calling for his head, which I think is the most ridiculous thing in the world. Uh, he's been it, dealt a bad hand. Totally unfair. It's like, not what, what do you his think? fault. No, absolutely and, not. It, it sucks for him because this is his first head coaching job. And to come into this shit show, poor Silas. You know, but... You but know, not all first-time coaches are successful, you know? Like, yeah, I think, it, I think it he can, happens. I think like, he can make up for it. I think for that sure. if we can get a solid rookie, you know, because what did he do with Luca? You know, he brought, he was able to put someone on a pedestal and, you know, and helped him um, change his game and evolve it, you know? Um, so I'm hopeful that if we do get that pick, that Silas will be able to help and push something just along go those into lines. The, yeah, just go into the lab. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's, let's all, let's all hope for that. And uh, Steven Silas, and I agree, Steven Silas was not given a fair shake. Give him, uh, you know, at least another like few years if they're continually like 
top five in the draft for like the next five or six years okay then at that point i'm like okay all right now we have to okay now at this point we have to let him go but you know give him time give him give him another few years it's been dealt a tough hand with the whole james harden debacle uh injuries in and out you know we're number one even uh mr fundamental said it we were number one in terms of uh, lineup changes in the nba starting lineup changes so you know injuries everyone has been out so yeah. you know it's 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 been tough hand and it's been a tough season all around but we've we've done well as well as we could in terms of losing and tanking for the pick and that's that's the number one priority right gm yep you already know all right so we're at at this end we're going to go ahead and uh, end the pod here end this episode you know we wanted to make sure that you guys knew that yeah we did we do we've been doing run it backs we've been interviewing um other guest guest host uh guest stars and uh we haven't really we kind of dabble with with today's team but we you know we always end up going back to the hard narrow which is fair but we just want to let everyone know that of course your boys the summit bros we're watching we're still yeah, watching we're, we're games still we're up keeping to date. we're up to date we're keeping tabs am i going gung-ho hey man nets versus rockets 7 30 be on the watch <laughs> on on the gram story now but at the end of the day we're we're there every day and you better believe we might you know what gm you know what we should do we may go instagram live on a watch party for the fucking draft for the no for the fucking uh draft lottery <laughs> yeah that would be dope i mean that i would think be we funny. should i think we we'll should live live reactions, reactions. Jeez, if we get terrible. the fifth pick oh you're gonna see tears like legit tears and then if you see the number one pick you see us get the number one pick you you're will gonna see, see legit tears legit tears <laughs> going the other way but <laughs> okay uh gm thank you uh once again as always uh just for taking your taking time out to be the co-host the the, the host for today's pod with the beautiful opener um you were you were the opener uh hashtag uh, uh tampa bay uh tampa bay rays with the yeah opener. <laughs> yeah you know like I, I came in i pitched my two innings went through the lineup once and uh i got the I, I set the table for the rest of the bullpen so there you go i'm down for that so <laughs> so i appreciate it uh any shout outs before we end the episode uh not at this point but uh i'm ready for uh more baseball. Hopefully, uh, the Astros can catch a dub soon. We've lost five or six in a row. <laughs> Poor guys. It's okay. It's happened. Yeah. It happens. And uh, that's baseball. It's fickle. But we'll get back in it. The Rockets uh, just lose every single game. If we can somehow have like a record of like 14 and like 60, I'm good. That'd be dope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. With that said, we just wanted to thank each and every one of you for continuing to listen to our podcast, especially as we continue to roll on with these episodes. That's right, this episode right here, episode number 27. Jeez Louise, absolutely insane. We are continuing to chug along just like the Rockets are chugging along here. With their season, we continue on with our podcast because there's always basketball and Rockets talk that needs to be done. So go ahead and give us a follow if you already haven't on Instagram. That is where we post absolutely anything and everything pertaining to the Houston Rockets as well as keeping up to date with our podcasts and episodes. It is currently at Summit State of Mind underscore pod. I'll say it again. Summit State of Mind underscore pod. You will find our Instagram. Hey, I haven't even mentioned this a lot lately, but if you want to reach to us via email, if you want to be a guest, you can message us on Instagram or message our Gmail. It's... Or our email. Yeah, email I should say. Summit State of Mind at gmail.com. Give us a shout out there. Give us uh, an email if you have any questions or anything like that. Be sure as well to listen to our podcast. We are currently on Apple Music, Spotify, and Amazon Music, the big three, as well as anywhere and everywhere where you get 
your podcasting tunes at. So you can listen to us in the car, listen to us whenever at work, at your job, at home, or anywhere and everywhere. You, uh, you're welcome to listen to us and to meet us at the summit. And with that said, with this pandemic going on, you need to make sure that you are washing your hands for 20 seconds. Go back to our past episode, The House Rules, with Mr. Fundamental and the Young Bucket, and listen to Ray, aka Mr. Fundamental, talk trash to EG for 20 seconds. Listen to that straight as you wash your hands. Make sure you are doing that. Make sure you are wearing a face mask because that is very important too. Even with the vaccinations going around, COVID is still present and here. Be sure to do all of that. Make sure you are taking care of yourselves. And most importantly, please, in this day and age, with everything happening, please make sure to take care of each other. Me and the GM, being, being, being Asians ourselves, please, that is so important. Please make sure you are taking care of each other, my awesome friends. So be sure to do that as well. We'll see you next time. And uh, of course, on the sign off, take care. The summit for, 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 for life.